Good evening, ladies and gentle truckers, and welcome to a fact-packed news this evening at Hutton Orbital Radio. I am your host, Dick Chafing, and this evening, we are without the Rudolph Hucker. However, Mike Oxlong is on station and standing by in tonight's news. The Hutton Endurance Race, a roaring success. Cooperative accidentally expands again. Commander Squibbo and the Hops team dispatched on a top secret mission. Shh. George's pants are still resisting. Firstly, last weekend's endurance race was an epic success. Player groups and solo racers from across the Milky Way descended on Reddy's progress in the Park TS system for our very first trucking good race. At high noon on Saturday, the signal went out, race for the mug, and everybody pushed the throttle to maximum in a bid to be the first to cover the 596 kilometers to Gucci's progress whilst carrying a cargo of Hutton mugs. The first incident happened shortly after the start, with one commander being viciously crashed into by a station skimmer. This caused the station to open fire and destroy the hapless pilot. After much argy-bargy on the start line, the first SRV destruction happened within the first 300 yards, but after that the teams began to be strung out. Race favourites, the Buckyball Racers, took an early lead through the the Hot Rims team for a short period, also led the race. For the first 50 kilometres, it was close, and then the race began to open up. The Elite Racers and solo driver Timmy were right up there at the start, with teams from the Paladin Consortium, Imperial Inquisition, Diamond Frogs, and a whole range of independent racers bringing up the midfield. By the halfway mark, the pro racers had opened up a sizable lead, averaging nearly 40 across the surface in a special low-gravity bunny hop style that required intense concentration. After the first couple of hours, commanders handed over to their seconds, passing their mugs over, not without mishap. The buckyball racers were operating a minimum three-ship configuration at all points, with one SRV on the ground, one ship flying for close obstacle avoidance, and one on long-range scouting. At all points, Commander Timmy and the elite racers were hot on their tails. The terrain passed the first two huge creatures and into undulating terrain before crossing a series of heavy crevasses and steadily becoming more and more dangerous. The SDC and Imperial Inquisition teams fell by the wayside, clocking up DNFs. And at the front, the leading teams were travelling at twice the speed of other groups. In a dramatic twist, near the end, the buckyball racers were overtaken by not only the Elite Rangers and a two-man team from Crosscourt, but also an incredible solo drive by Timmy, taking not only the overall trophy, but also the solo trophy. The race to the finish was tight. And faster than we expected, Timmy came in first, all on his own, having overtaken the team he was tailing. Obviously. In the time of five hours. Incredible stuff. 
The elite racers were only 10 minutes behind, and in an amazing turn-up for the books, the buckyball team failed to hit the podium, finishing in fourth. Further down the field, the Paladin Consortium came in before the Hutton Truckers Hot Rims team, who clocked up a respectable seventh. The Diamond Frogs three crews bought up the remainder of the top ten. Notable mentions are for Commander Reichdar, who came in 25 hours after the start, escorted home in pitch-black conditions by Goose. Who, sorry, and Goose, who, um, <coughs> who blew up, then forgot to claim on his insurance and ended up in the free sidewinder. Boldly, one of our marshals, Hober Mallow, took his place and finished the race for him. All in all, an epic and amazing, amazing day of racing, and thank you to all of those who took part. We'd love to name-check you all, but this news is already looking really, 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 really long, and uh, think that Mike Coxlong is desperate to say some words. So keep your eyes peeled for the next race, and of course, your prizes are arriving in the post. Back at home, our cooperative appear to have expanded again. Excited by the possibility that we might have access to a large pad at last, the spy team immediately headed out to scout the local systems. It turns out that we expanded into... the most boring system we have ever seen. So boring, we're not even going to name it. A population of 40,000. A small orbital, no large pads, no res sites, no landable planets. In fact, absolutely nothing of interest. The planet the orbital orbits is small, brown, and boring. Alvin is furious. Then we accidentally went to war in it. It's so boring that the local population can't even be bothered to hang on to it. And in news that we really can't tell you about, Commander Squibbo took charge of a secret team of secret cross-platform truckers. No, that's not truckers who have been pad-blocked. That's truckers using different ship systems. <clears throat> for a top, can tell you about, secret hush-hush mission for an ally. Fitting out their best secret smuggling ships, they were seen, not seen, leaving, and we can't confirm this, Hutton Orbital in unbranded ships, with no insignias, no mugs, and no hint as to their intentions or mission. The only thing we can tell you, other than what we just told you, is that their work worked. An 8% swing overnight on behalf of the client. Star-Lord Prime went absolutely mad bonkers crazy on his smuggling mission to a hive of scum and villainy. After a leak by a member of the client's team, the Hotbox crew have been recalled as their cover was blown. But the Hops crew, aided by the Star-Lord, are still engaged in the most secret of secret operations. Good luck, Commanders! In an unsurprising announcement, the spy team have confirmed that we are still not at war in George's pants. The Crimson Stain are still resisting and sticking their fingers in their ears, ignoring us. We have called on some external help to see whether a more delicate touch in the pants can help us. We will keep you posted, and our thanks go out to the Paladin Consortium. That was the rather extended news. I'm now chafing... He's Mike Oxlong, 
and we are Hudden Orbital. Stay tuned after the news for Chatter Banter and for this week, uh, Vantiton and Huber Free Zone. Yes, we'll be back after this little short message. Is to try to find a nice something to play for you guys. Something that will just really make you feel awesome and get you into the mood for what's coming after this. So stick around and we'll be back after this short tune. No, honestly. Playing Elite style. Care Bear style. 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 Care Bear style. No, 
Yeah, best style. Good afternoon, truckers. Percy Thrasher here. Now, normally I'd be out farming barnacles, but sometimes the weather's too cold, so I sit down and read letters from our listeners. What's that, sir? Tell you a tale. Buy me a gin. Sit right down there. I'll spin you a yarn about how we all fared that time we went hunting a giant black whale. It was autumn in Eden, but you'd not likely tell, apart from some geysers and the rather ripe smell. I was patrolling the system with wingmen in tow and hunting for pirates who so liked the soul, descent and destruction in our little faction, and maybe just bored and looking for action. Eight of us there, our team speak was right, talking of sausages and other such tripe. With Skip Rat and Mind White, Mad Monk was there, and a couple of Texans and a dog with bad hair. Ventura was docking, repairing his hollow, getting all nice and shiny before that evening's cull. A message on Discord caught Mindwipe's attention. A trucker whilst docking just happened to mention a blip on his radar. A message inbound. There was an orker just hanging around. He's not one of ours, the frog bear exclaimed. So we headed for Alvin, the one we renamed. Approaching in cruise, we locked out on his ship and scanned it to make sure that our little trip was fruitful and not wasting much of our time. The name it resolved, along with a sign that said wanted, which meant we were clear to fight this here deathlock, who's not welcome here. I tried interdiction, this slippery foe escaped it with ease, but with one more go, I caught him and dropped him and began my scan. Keep up, we've got him! But then he began to trash talk me, cursing and swearing and telling me over I would use my poor noggin for a cup in his rover. His orker, for that was the ship that he flew, was black and his bounty was worth quite a few. My wingman arrived and he laughed in our faces. Here, in our very own system of all places, that whale opened gun ports and started to fire. As Deathlock's voice pitched higher and higher, I'll kill you, I'll ruin you, I'll take all your stuff. You dare resist me, you think you're so tough? That's when it happened. Skip Rat blew up. Now look here, I said. Listen, young pop. That's enough now. We're seven and you're on your own. Oh, bother. Ventura's canopy's blown. But cut it right out and you can high wake. You're making an awfully nasty mistake. But that whale, it kept coming and blasting our ships. Not a scratch on his armour, even with pips, to weapons from all of our trackers. Take that, you old... Mindwipe's ship blew after hitting my rear. He's boosted right into me, while flying too near. This combat was turning quickly to farce. That impact had left me with quite a sore hull. The Texans had been crushed under the whale's giant bulk. And the dog just left us, jumped out for a sulk. That left Hober and I in a bad situation. 
Let's go and get some help and repair at the station. I fired two torpedoes in a bid to survive and get the heck out whilst we were alive. The orker went silent. A heat sink he burned and I watched in horror as my missiles turned and took out poor Hober. He was running quite hot. The look on his face as his ship fell to bits when Deathlock screamed louder. Take that, you ship! His final words were, Die, you fat chump! His cursing was distant as my ship made the jump. So, have a care, fellow truckers, round Alpha Centauri. And don't think I exaggerate one bit of this story. For Deathlock and the might of his whale might make you the subject of your very own tale. <laughs> I love those Percy stories. I really do. Fantastic, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> Starling, our very own in-home, in-house, homebred pirate of ill repute to Deathlock. <laughs> A frightening sight, I'll tell you. Oh, I mean, I think if you look on the uh, SoundCloud, you can actually see a picture of him. Um, I believe that was his last photo fit when he was last picked up at Hutton Orbital for Crimes Against Humanity. So, yes, we had an amazing weekend of racing, and if you were part of that, thank you very much. It was, you know, you know, when you come up with a kind of race like this, and Dave has been desperate to get this done, and of course we had Splendor and Hober and various different people who were all very, very institutional in, in finding the route, testing it, and we obviously we had a good sort of feeling. We were expecting between sort of 10 and 12 hours for the winner to get through. I think was our sort of original oh. expectations, just because... Yeah, 12 the, yeah. to 14, I think they said. 12 yeah. to 14, and to do it in five really kind of made you think, we need to make it longer. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It was an extraordinary <laughs> achievement. <laughs> and to see the YouTube video of his, of his, how he handled that SRV was spectacular. I've never seen anything as difficult to maintain I mean one mistake and, and you're in bits and he managed Absol- impeccably it was brilliant absolutely fantastic really impressive stuff yeah. So. Ab- yeah, amazing stuff and I can see guys coming out all over the forums and Facebook now you know people are sort of taking this as, as new techniques so it's, it's amazing He's, he's, he's you know, famous for the, I don't know what you're going to call it, the Timmy manoeuvring, the Timmy control mechanisms <laughs> for SRV racing. But yeah, to do it in five hours was spectacular. And it was one of those events that we had an awful lot of people. And the thing that I think tells you you've got it right or tells you that you're surrounded by a real seriously bunch of over-addicted idiots is when people who don't finish on that first day come back the next day to finish that race they refuse to let it remain as it did not finish they have to get back and I happened to be on on the Sunday when Reichdar came in and was getting some extra help and support guiding him along the final furlong because he was adamant he was going to finish the race and that's awesome to see that, that's that's people caring about it a little bit you know and, and that's the fun factor comes with people that care I think certainly I think that's what you see yeah, got some real dedication there and, and some, you know, 
slight, slight, slight insanity there, which is sort of endemic amongst all those truckers and, and the like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there is just a case, a degree of insanity that helps. And um, certainly after the weekend of Elite Meet, which was, again, a huge positive, we then have this massive race, which, again, is another huge positive. This weekend is going to be bloody tough to try and beat the last two weekends when you're surrounded by uh, fantastic people that are, you know, just so much fun to spend time with and, and have a game with. So if you are, you know, looking to sort of see what it's like, then of course you're always welcome to join in uh, the TeamSpeak server at Live Radio and say hello. There will be some changes to the TeamSpeak server eventually for the Live Radio as we move to a new server which doesn't really bring any significant um, improvements, but it brings a significant cost reduction, which is great. So that will be happening at some point soon, whenever I finish setting the damn thing up. It's good to go and it works, but we'll move there and it also allows us to have more members at one time but join into you know teams to us at laveradio.teamspeak3.com and just pop in and have a look around see where they are i think generally we're in the lobby um or the default channel you'll find people or the free bar is where you get the general chit chat jump in there if you're up to something in game if you're fancy doing something for the the actual community goals or you're in in game and you fancy a wing then just say look I'm doing this uh, is anyone fancy winging up and give me a hand and generally speaking unless you know Commander Rem clips in you should get a really nice and positive response <laughs> absolutely can be, it can be a bit intimidating when you first come in but just just dive in with both feet say hello and stand like around everyone is very friendly and it's, it's a good laugh and you can always, you know, say pick one of the rooms, go off and, and do something if you want something you know, a little more private if you're trying to wing up and uh, achieve something in particular together. But generally, it's, it's a lot of fun just to, to scoot around the free bar when you're online, you know, even if you're doing nothing with anyone else, just having a chat and, a, you know, a chinwag. Yeah, it can help make exploration um, easier and also ever so slightly dangerous because you have a tendency <laughs> to focus on the conversation and forget about the large looming balls of huge flames that you're currently flying right um, into. Absolutely. Face planting into suns and forgetting docking clearance are two of my favourites when I'm chatting away on TeamSpeak. <laughs> so yeah, come along <laughs> and join us. LaveRadio.TeamSpeak3.com and pop in and say hello. We'd love to chat to you. I say there's usually um, most of the time there's somebody on that you can have a chat with tends to be quite busy because a lot of the people are uh, UK based so you tend to find that from 6 o'clock right through to midnight it's quite busy and of course with the amazing special announcement by Frontier today you can bet your bottom dollar that on the 8th I'm guessing now again is the 8th of May that our TeamSpeak channel is going to be That's f- right. full of F5 pushing launcher updaters and they're going to be talking and we'll probably have some cards against humanity going we'll maybe have some other little games running as well while we all wait for the engineer update to go to beta if you're not part of the beta process you're still welcome to come along and join in in that process it can be quite interesting to hear grown men crying and (laughs) yeah Beta's great, though. You can do demolition derbies and do what you want, just like the fun we had last time with our, our little um, grudge match with the code. That was fun. Maybe we'll have to set something up like well, that again if we right. get ourselves organised, because that was great. You can have a destruction derby, and it doesn't matter a jot, because you don't lose anything in the real game. Uh, do you know what we could do? 
And I'm thinking of, you know, getting big ships onto planet surfaces, maybe a high gravity planet, and doing something oh, well, like boost to your challenge. Kind of like a gigantic game of uh, lawn darts. With anacondas. With anacondas and see, you know, from a certain height uh, over a station to see how far they can go <laughs> with flight assist <laughs> off until they crash into the surface. Yeah, we, we could dress that up nicely as testing for Frontier, but we could provide prizes and have fun and all sorts. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. <laughs> or it could be, you know, it could be like a, a sort of reverse Hungry Hippos where you try and squish SRVs on the ground with the ships. <laughs> On a high-gravity planet. That could be good. That could be good. Now, oh, seeing as we have got two racing guests here, we do have one of our marshals and, indeed, Commander Reichdar hiding in the marshalling channel, ready to talk to us about the racing event. So I think we'll bring them right down now. And um, hello, Reichdar. Good evening, Splendor. You were our marshal for the race event. It was spectacular, wasn't it? Oh, but you know what? They can't speak until I tell them that they can speak. So give me a second. That was my fault for being absolute... <laughs> just talk amongst yourselves for a while. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I had you all muted and you couldn't speak. Yeah, I was just going to say, it was an awesome event. Can uh, we speak now? You can, indeed. <laughs> and ah, right, right. right you, you were the, the very pilot that came back the following day to finish that race. And it was kind of like, a, you know, when you watch London Marathon and or you watch, what was it, Run, Fat Boy, Run. And at the end, you know, he's the last. Oh. Are you going to be fat? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks for the invite. Well, um, if yeah. the sofa cover fits. Um, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the fact that you had all that support on that following day. It was just amazing to sort of witness. Yeah, it was awesome, yeah. Oh, so seeing, yeah, seeing so many uh, commanders turning up the next day as well. Not just the people who are involved in the organisation of the race, but uh, people who've just been racing as well uh, to there to cheer you on, get you over the line. Yeah, that was really good because I got quite lost on, uh, <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was one of those events where it was such an epic undertaking, and unfortunately for me, I was in a, a different you know instance, so I didn't get to see that massive line of SRVs firing off for that first run. No, nor did I. No, I literally, literally, one minute before the start, my game client crashed completely, so I had to <laughs> <laughs> shut it down, restart, came back in. I was. In, instead of being there lined up with everybody like I was, um, I was in an instance on my own. And I didn't see any another player for the next 10 hours. Fantastic. I mean, it is, it's just, it, I was in an instance with um, the SDC. Um, I think that was, yeah. Oh, Harry it, Potter. It, it was Harry, Harry Potter, Potter yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah, so I was a good sort of five minutes into the race when I got a message from him saying, has it started yet? <laughs> 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 and then he got kicked in. But I suppose if we want to have a, a real overview of from the organisational side of things, uh, we should really speak to Splendour about it. So, Splendour, what were your highlights of the event from the sort of organisation side? How did you find that whole... Um, first five minutes the first initial well the initial start of it uh, again instancing 
proved to be a little bit interesting. We had best part of 40 commanders involved at the start, and for all we managed to get almost all of them into the same instance just before the race started, by the time the race actually began, um, it's fragmented across three or four different instances, the race start with the vast majority of people in was absolutely spectacular, however, with everybody lined up, uh, zooming off as quickly as they could. This unfortunately did lead to the people who were getting a little bit carried away and just trying to get right to the very front and not realising there was a whopping great big half a kilometre deep crater in front of them. That was uh, an amazing thing when you hit the little bump and then that thing just appeared in front of you. And um, from seeing that wonderful YouTube video of, of how the bunny hopping your SRV works, I wouldn't have had the confidence to boost myself that far out into a crater that big without expecting to go exploding when I landed at the middle. And yet they just kept bouncing their way along. It was spectacular. So, yeah, I mean, how did you manage with uh, policing it over multiple instances? Did, was that a particular challenge? Thankfully not. Uh, a good deal of the people, uh, the teams involved, were actually streaming their efforts. So we could keep track of a good chunk of what was happening that way. Plus we had uh, four or five of us um, on at the beginning, um, and at least two marshals on at all times. So uh, we could have one person keeping it up with uh, what was going on at the front while somebody else was uh, then grouping up with people who were a little bit further back and dropping in to see how they were doing and then joining up with another group to see how they were going, uh, just dropping in and out of instances that way. And was it, well, I'll, I'll ask you both this anyway, a personal highlight from the event. Uh, so we'll start with you, Reichter. You know, what was your personal highlight? What was my personal highlight? Um, well, yeah, it was Sunday. I had a group of about four or five people, sort of just keeping me company on the on the last stretch. And probably about four o'clock in the morning, when I was uh, waking up, thinking, "I don't want to do this." <laughs> <laughs> And then waking up at eight o'clock, thinking, "Oh, okay, I'm going to finish it." So yeah, so um, it was a long, long trip, but and it was good after the whole of Saturday not having seen it, basically anybody to have a lot of company on Sunday. So that was great. Well, fantastic! And you, Splendor. I think the highlight of it for me actually was just listening to the amount of fun people were having. <laughs> the, uh, all uh, commanders uh, the, laughing and joking with each other uh, as one of their teammates hits a bump and ends up upside down. Uh, see, uh, people uh, uh, friendly rivalry is, is uh, and say, "Ah, catching up with you." And uh, a few moments of uh, uh, just utter madness as all, all you hear is someone saying. It's deep and dark, and I can't see the bottom. Just <laughs> uh, SRVs disappearing into the deep dark gloom. I think you know from from my point of view, seeing uh, the different feeds and Twitch streams and stuff of the event, and how people used their spotter ships. That was that was super impressive, and that's where an awful lot of the hilarity came from as well. When simple instructions were given and then completely ignored by the SRV on the ground, who then ended up in trouble with the old wingman in their ship going, well, feckin' told you, 
told you not to go that way, but no, you had to go that way. Well, you know what? Find your own way out of it then. See you later. <laughs> Just brilliant kind of carry-on. So definitely, if you miss it, make sure you sign up for the next one because there will be another one. Uh, do we have a kind of time scale on that one, Splendid? Do you have uh, plans for our, our next big race? Yep, um, in about two or three months we are going to be running our next challenge. It probably won't be an endurance challenge of the same sort. Uh, we, we're hoping to do, say, four oh, of these good, a year and have, another one of those. have a variety of different uh, experiences. So uh, we're looking at possibly some sort of uh, mountain assault, maybe. It all depends on what our scouting team can find that will be interesting uh, in the Chinese sense. <laughs> Fantastic. Of course, it then becomes even more interesting when we add in, at some point in the future, lava planets. Ah, uh, now I'm, I'm distinctly looking forward to tectonic activity and uh, people accidentally plummeting into vats of lava and disappearing. It is. I just like the idea of ready, steady, go! And nobody moves because the tyres have all melted. <laughs> So, yeah, do keep an eye out. Of course, we keep all these details and events on our Facebook page. So if you go to huttonorbital.com, click on the Facebook link. It'll take you to our Facebook page. Join us and be part of it. We try and update the forum. We try and update the website. But it is tricky and sometimes bits get missed. And Facebook is the easiest thing we find that constantly we're on anyway. And then we can keep it up to date with the latest information. So it's definitely the best place to go if you can get there. If you don't Facebook, then, you know, get onto TeamSpeak, get onto the Discord and just keep spamming people until they tell you what's going on. I think that's the best way. I'm sure Alvin and sorry, Mike would remind us that we should be updating the news on the Hutton Orbital site as well. So we'll try and get better at doing that and uh, start using the, the page that he so diligently put together for us. Yeah. So if you're not on Facebook, you can always use that. So yeah, oh, we just do. yep. Just one important uh, note that came from the race: whilst using lasers from a ship to indicate the routes that an SRV should be taking <laughs> is actually a very effective way for them to see where they're going. Make sure you don't hit the SLV. Also, make sure you don't have your turrets out and have a teammate targeted when you pull the trigger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me do that. <laughs> this has been a health and safety announcement by your race marshal. Oh, me. I do, I mean, I think one of the, the personal highlights, again, for me was when I was, cause in an instance on my own, nobody anywhere near me, just, just to try and get a feel for it. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do the whole race because time just didn't allow me to. But to hear that, oh, crazy, every trucker's event has these these little things that always seem to happen. Always that person that calls out at the same time or some point during a, a convoy or, you know, at some point somebody goes, Oh no, Flossie's died. And it was so nice <laughs> for yes. it not to let us down <laughs> during the race. And the funny thing is, because Flossie complains, you know, I don't always crash into suns. I here exploring and I've got 98% hull and I'm on my way back and you couldn't even get out of the first jump with 90% hull. That's true. I can't. I'm, I, I get damaged. But then for her to then take part in this race... But you have been immortalised in song. 
Yes, I just you know you're just paying attention to other things and then crack. Oh no! By the time I get out to Alfred Centurion, I'm really gonna you know get out to Hutton Orbital. I'm surprised I've still got a ship left. But Flossie did not disappoint, and she did not let us down. She managed to destroy her SRV in proper proper Flossie style. So you know what, Flossie, we love you for it. But yeah, it doesn't help us stop making fun of you. It just doesn't help at all. Now, um, Russ, you weren't part of the race, were you? You were busy. Yeah, afraid so. Had um, that that old favourite real life kind of got in the way somewhat, and the fact that I am still twenty four thousand on light years out. So uh, I, I haven't yet. To, I've got a second commander, Commander Flat Rabbit, but he hasn't yet got a ship with an SRV in it, and he's miles from anywhere. So um, yeah, it was it was a shame. I couldn't really make it um, for for many reasons, but I, I did follow some stuff on YouTube. Certainly followed it on Facebook and, and Twitter, and it it looked like it was a fantastic time. And uh, I. I intend to be back for the next one. No problems. Well, we're also um, able to be joined tonight by another one. Um, Well, somebody who wasn't really able to uh, join us on the planet to be able to take part in the race, because unfortunately on the Xbox they've not got planetary landings yet, but it's coming soon, was Commander Squeebo. Welcome to the broadcast room. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Uh, Thank you for having me. No, not at all, not at all. So, obviously, you know, the minute we get uh, planetary landings on the Xbox, you guys are going to be there giving us a run for our money in your SRVs. We will all be there going absolutely crazy on planet services, I can promise you. Interestingly, a lot of the races that finished high up all said that they were using Xbox pads for their driving. Mm, that's quite interesting. I've got, actually, um, in order to go to Elite with the new Oculus software, it works with an Xbox controller by default. So I found a USB Xbox adapter so that you can use Xbox controllers wirelessly with your PC, and it works a treat. And so I really could do with setting up my SRV to use that as a secondary controller because I think it might be a bit, easier than my the hot ass control although I've not had a problem with it other than trying to get out of bloody reverse um, so Squibble we know we know you are leading a team of dastardly <laughs> Hutton truckers on a top secret mission at the moment but we've not well obviously you know we, we, we do some things we can say and there's some things we can't say what, is there anything that you can do just to whet people's appetites or give them a rough idea of when you are a Hutton trucker, the kind of secret things that you might be able to take part in? The secret things that you might be able to take part in? Well, I can tell you that Emil is fully kitted out as Han Solo. Uh, he, he, I think he, he's dressed up an imperial slave as a Wookiee he's got with him. And uh, they are smuggling all sorts of things all over the galaxy at the moment. Causing all sorts of trouble. Right. <laughs> See, so it does, yeah, it does sound like you are kind of uh, what the dirty dozen or the dirty half dozen uh, out there 
carrying out nefarious little tasks on behalf of Alvin that we're not allowed to tell about. But if you want to, you know, get involved in these projects, if people are excited, and obviously because you represent the Xbox wing of the Hutton Truckers at the current minute, until such times as it gets too big for you and you bring in your own staff. Um, so people who are out there, because, I mean... There are going to be people that have got it on the Xbox that haven't really found a, a kind of community to get involved in. And they might be just stumbling across this broadcast out of the blue. So, how does somebody on the Xbox... Now, I've got elite on the Xbox, and when it comes to trying to wing up with people, I give up. It is such a complicated process on the Xbox. Seems to be you've got to add them to your friends list. Now, I could be completely wrong, because, as I say, it's just not something I've done much of, but I find it on the PC, very intuitive, it's what through the game, through the client, and then when you go to the Xbox, it seems to be a bit more convoluted. Is it easy and simple to set up to be able to wing up on the Xbox, or do you have to populate your friend list? Uh, it's, it's fairly easy. Uh, there are particularly tricky times. If uh, people are playing on different continents, sometimes it's a little bit tricky. But uh, to get involved, I would say the best thing you can do is uh, find the Hutton Orbital Trackers on Facebook, and get in touch with myself, uh, Andy Tuffery. I am Commander Squibbo. Fantastic. So, yeah, if you fancy joining us in the Xbox and maybe getting involved in some missions, and as I say, it's coming to you guys soon. Uh, it's coming to you soon. You'll soon be able to join us on the planet surface and take part in that kind of carry-on. But every week, every day, we have a wonderful update, and this is going to be passing over to you, Russell, to bring us up to date with what's going on. <laughs> just giving you a, a little bit of fair warning there, because otherwise it's like, what's happening now, Russell? Go! Um, I'm not going to do that too. <laughs> is, of course, that every day we have our tick updates, our political team let us know what's happening, what's going on, and the benefit is, of course, if you are on the Xbox, and dare I mention the Mac version, the universe is shared. So the activities that you can perform on the particular platform you're playing on will affect what's going on in the game for everybody, which is a wonderful way of being able to be part of the truckers. We like the idea. Until such times as our world is connected, cross-platform is coming. It will be there one day. We will all be able to fly together in our small instances, but we'll be able to do that and it's coming. So until such times, you can, you know, we like people to sort of play along and, and if you're on the, the Xbox, now we've got Squibble, we'll be able to get him to get a convoy going there so we can run them concurrently and we can kind of do it all together as a collective, which is what we want, is the fun of playing with players. But in the meantime, we have daily instructions from our political team of what you can do to help those, help us truckers, get a large pad because we bloody will need one and I'm going to pass over to Russ to bring us up to date with the current situation of the Hutton Orbital Truckers Cooperative where we are, where we're expanding into and what we all need to do to help us achieve our goal So I'm taking instructions from our, our spy team uh, been working diligently despite Commander Spike's um, uh, controlling absence I think they've been doing much better for it um, once they go out of the range, they can finally do what needs to be done rather than just colouring in Excel spreadsheets or whatever it's best at. But um, basically, Crimson Bridge in George's pants, they've gone into boom yet again. Um, and they've had a big jump on the latest tick as well. So we're um, 
still trying to trigger a war in that system, so we're going to call in some favours, we're going to try and um, bring some other groups in um, and see if we can actually get that war going in that system. Um, we're quite close to the Democrats at the moment, um, and we're a bit worried about getting stuck within an election. But um, if we can get in there into a war, hopefully we can flip it just that bit quicker. They do have some assets we can take, so, you know, it's not the end of the world, but um, we still want to go for that war. But feel free to run any missions, carry on um, if you... Um, so Altair, we're still trying to make some headway in the system, um, and we're trying to find missions to run. So you really want to get in there, try and get some hunting truckers and missions. Don't forget we've got a competition going, so uh, we've got a prize for the first person to submit evidence of 10 completed high or medium implements. So if you are going to run missions for us in Altair, do get the screenshots um, of the completed mission, and there could be prizes in it. Um, I dare say there's uh, a coaster and or a patch for you, at the very least. Um, and we're looking to do some more testing on the background simulation. Um, so do get in contact with myself, or um, probably not Commander Spike at the moment, because he's a little bit swamped with the old Do get in contact with me, and I'll put you in contact with the, the head honcho and the spy team. Yeah, so I mean, the the spy team is, work. Yeah, they're still quite open to accepting some assistance from people uh, uh, in the game that are just interested in having a go and maybe getting involved to that degree. So they're, they're open to just, you know, getting in touch with the likes of yourself and then you can put them in touch with the team and that means they can play whatever part they're, they're comfortable doing. Absolutely. Remember, information is power. More importantly for the spy team, you don't have to commit to spending hours a day. It can be as, as little as sort of 10 minutes or um, just a couple of times a week. So. Absolutely. So, you know, every little contribution helps. You know, if you, you get in contact with us and uh, coordinate it, we can uh, have a little things that we'd like you to take a look at and you can um, as and when suits you within reason. Um, and if we, it'll just help us gather more information on where we are, where we stand, and what the background simulation works like. So that there's always something we can do. We're always coming up with lots of new ideas, testing. Um, some of them might need you know, some really concerted effort, but some of them might need just you know, one or two guys to, to wander off and, and just try a couple of things and see what effect it has. So yeah, do give us a shout. Excellent. I mean, it's something that I think some people get in. in you know, it's exciting. It's a slightly different part of the game that people maybe are not involved in. Maybe you're a powers expert. At some point in the future, we're going to need people with expertise in powers. If we get to that ninth system, and then you know the hunting truckers is very likely to sort of slip into power play, which then creates another sort of side to the game that we've not got any experience in. Um, no. Absolutely, and of course there's always the possibility that we get involved in the system already you know, quite high influence in somebody else's power play and we want to know how it works to see if we can affect them or not affect them more to the point, you know, so that we don't get the retribution that might um, scupper our efforts in certain systems. Well, yeah, so, I mean, powers is, a, is one of those things that people get put off by because you pick a power and you've not done any research, you're just trying to get into it, and the next thing you know you're being blatted to kingdom come just for jumping into the wrong system. So we definitely don't want to add a level of uh, difficulty and unpleasantness for our hot and truckers. We want to make sure we've got good information in order to help people stay safe and, and enjoy playing. Absolutely, and we're we're very much a cooperative group. You know, we want to work with other groups. We don't want to, to waltz in and take over somebody else's system. So, you know, 
it, we're always looking for ways to work with other people, help them achieve their aims, and, and just generally play together and have lots of fun is the main. And, you know, mugs and gin. Always mugs and gin. For the mug. For the mug. 40 minutes. That's the one. Now, I know, Reichdar, you wanted to um, give some advice to people that want to take part in any future races. Is that right? Um, well, yeah, for the endurance type of race. And the reason I finished on Sunday was because, like I said earlier, I ended up in my own instance and I was, wasn't a part of a team. So the only actual way I knew where to go was to target Gucci's uh, progress. But that just gives you a straight line. So you just got, you know, you've got no idea where you are um, in relation to the map and the best route. So I just had to like, just plow on in a, basically in a direct line and try and avoid the big things. And that's why it took me so long, because I had no, no clue which way I needed to go, apart from straight, straight ahead. <laughs> so yeah it, it's amazing what it adds working with others um yeah. you see some of the youtube videos um i can't remember who it was now i'm afraid but there was one guy in slv one guy overhead spotting craters just scouting out the routes um and it was fantastic to see it working together so well yeah what is it, it made such a difference on sunday when i had people doing that spotting for me you know, just to have a the, the quickest or the, the safest route and before well, I was just like, uh, it's well, kind of that way, just follow your nose kind of thing. Well, competing on your own can be an epic achievement. Competing with others is almost always far more fun. Yes, I think <laughs> that was the main thing. So, Sunday, Sunday night, I had my shoulders were killing me. I had seen anyone for 10 hours. Almost everybody had finished, and I was just like, Bleh. And I came back Sunday, uh, well, it was about midday my time. And there were people that were just kind of like waiting to, to bring me in. And they were like winging up and coming to find me and then shooting all around and firing lasers. And yeah, it was great. <laughs> Big difference between the two days. Yeah, well, again, you know, I think that you had that kind of uh, reception that was. Definitely on the on the main day, there was plenty of laser fire to welcome people at the end, and and chaff and um, fireworks. There was tons of that going on, which was awesome to see. Uh, and again, it is. I think that's just you know that's the the point of playing with people that are wanting to play together is that they make it more fun. And I think um, Squibble the Xbox is still. Uh, I, well, I've been. I'm not sure how well it's doing population wise. Do you have an awful lot of people that are willing to jump in and play with you? Uh, it can be quiet at times, but uh, generally it's pretty good. But if you're out there in the galaxy and you're thinking, my God, this is lonely, get in touch with us. Get in touch on the Facebook page, send me a message, and we'll get you winged up, and we'll help you out. If you've got any problems, if, you're, if you can't dock properly, or if you don't know how to do your missions, get in touch, and we will help you out. And it's a great community. Uh, we've got friends, uh, the, the Pixel Bandits, they've been helping us out recently, and they are fantastic guys. Um, but yeah, if you're having any problems, get in touch, and we can help you guys. We can help. Absolutely, and even if you're not in the same system, you're across the other side of the galaxy, you know, get on teams. I will come and find you. Don't you worry, I will personally come and find you. Give me a message, and I will come and find you and help you out. Well, there's an offer you can't refuse. 
that's just a, I mean, I'm just thinking you've got your fuel rats that will come any distance to, to show you and give you some fuel and now we've got Squibble and he'll come any distance whatsoever to show you some love I think technically Squibble that makes you a love rat I don't know I've, I've, I've been called worse <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, thank you very be much. Mugrat. <laughs> Mugrat, yeah, I suppose that's us. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had Mugrats in the race, didn't we? People dropping mugs from a great distance uh, in the sky so the SRVs could scoop them up. Oh, it's almost for, worth forming a wing. We've had we've had people dropping off mugs to Sanjay on, on more than a few occasions. We had, oh, I can't remember who it was now. Who was it who dropped off a mug? Um, the other side of the galaxy. So. Yeah, there's always someone willing to help. Join in. It's, it's a great place to be. Well, I think now, if I'm not mistaken, the other end of the galaxy and the, the rarest collection was all from a fact of someone saying, how do I get a patch? How do I earn a mug? How do I do this? And we just say, well, you've got to do something epic and crazy and, and absolutely, totally, utterly pointless. And once you've managed to tick those boxes, we will have no choice but to recognise your efforts as true Hutton Trucker style and give you some kind of an award. Now, um, before we go on, we're going to stop for a quick advert break. Uh, so we will come back after this and uh, we'll, I think we'll wrap up then and catch you guys again. So if you just want to stick around for a minute, I'm going to play a wee uh, tune or two and we'll be back after these adverts. Well, I went down to Hutton and I saw Alvin. He was like, Orf! And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and this pirate comes up to me and he's all like, give me all your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, well, later, I'm on the planet and this skimmer comes up and it's like, pew, pew! And I'm like, yeah, whatever. wearing my python this fed comes up and he says hey punk I'm like yeah whatever right yeah and then I'm smuggling in the Rubigo and Officer Leroy comes up to me and he's like hey I thought I told you and I'm like yeah whatever well then up comes Simuth I'm like, yo, Simuth, what's up? He's like, nothing. And I'm like, that's cool. Because this is my faction state of whatever. And this is our Hutton faction of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> little bundle of fluffy leadership. Currently gambling around Hutton Orbital, Alpha Centauri. From Cecil B. Trumpington. Dear Sir, I felt it necessary to update you as to my current whereabouts and, of course, recent incidents. Firstly, I have good news. 
I found my python. It turns out that the eagle I was flying wasn't in fact mine. It uh, belonged to some chap called Antonacci. Lovely chap, family man. Indeed, my python turned out to be that rather lovely one on pad three. I have to apologize now, as it happens to be the case that as a result of a little much gin um, for the mug, I pad blocked for around a week or so. Very sorry. Anyway, having found my python and received your instructions to deliver party goods to a little shindig named Elite Meat, I filled my asp with mugs. Uh, um, for the mug. And gin to put in the mugs. Uh, for the mug. I proceeded to Sol, where I headed down to Glasgow Spaceport. A little place with some rather colourful local types. Upon arrival, I was asked by a rather helpful customs official whether I had anything to declare. Of course, not wanting any trouble, I informed him about my cargo of mugs uh, for the mug. And gin. Quite a lot of gin, as you told me your guests would be very, very, very thirsty indeed. The customs chap, unfortunately, told me that I was only allowed one bottle of gin, which was a bit of a problem, as I had lots of it. I duly offered to dispose of the remaining gin but asked very nicely if he could retrieve a mug for the mug. From my asp. It's not the same without a mug for the mug. I suspect that after the first or second bottle, this is where things started to go a little bit wrong. There was dancing and singing. I distinctly recall a rather superb rendition of Dude Looks Like a Lady in honor of his rather fetching national costume. He was not amused. At this point, he told me that I needed a cavity search. Ah, now, not having been to the dentist in quite a long time, I said, capital idea, old boy. But I had no idea that dentistry could be performed via that particular orifice. Anyway, 
after a small stay in one of their nice rooms at the police station, and what I understand was a frank exchange of views between you and the immigration officials, I was sent on my way um, back to Hutton Orbital. With my tail between my legs, as one might say, uh, and a very comfortable cushion. The dentistry left me feeling a little bit uncomfortable and more than a little sore. Upon my return, feeling a little worse for wear, I was delighted to see that a rather splendid commander, uh, Mr. Prime, uh, Star-Lord Prime, had brought me a selection of the galaxy's finest rare items. In alphabetical order, capital chap. Rather confusingly, he had also brought me one of your mugs um, for the mug. I am presently working my way through the items, trying to see if one of them helps me with this headache. The laving and brandy made it worse. The Mokujing Beast Feast was rather tasty. Anyway, that's all for now. I remain your faithful servant, me. Cecil, poor Cecil B. Trumpington. <clears throat> he does write a good letter, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's quite quite a good penman, isn't he? That'll be the next one, yeah. Brian Penman and his letters to Alvin Diffier. <laughs> Slightly more sort of Rabsy Nesbit style. That could be quite interesting as a contrast. Oi, Alvin! I'm writing this letter. Letter. Le- 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 letter. How do you spell letter? <laughs> Badly. <laughs> Could be fun. So we have a, a number of shout outs to get through, I believe, Russ, is that right? Oh yes, we've we've had a lot of help recently. A big shout out to our antipody and contingents, so um they've been helping us out a great deal both on the PC Paladins, as always. Support. Yeah, the, the the Paladins are the consortium are uh, a huge support to us uh, uh, in, in a lot of our projects, and the nice thing is, of course, that we're able to sort of help other groups out. So, I mean, if you are a player group and you're struggling and you need help with a community goal that's critical to your system, or missions and you need stuff shipped from planet X to planet Y, then let us know. We are the Hutton Truckers. Trucking is what we do, and you know. We can scratch your back, and then if we have something that suits and tips your boxes and you want to help us out, then you can always return the favour in that point, and that's kind of how it works, really. That's what playing with other players yeah. is all about. So the, pal- the Paladin Consortium, we have Diamond Frogs, who are always there giving us amazing uh, help and advice with policing our system, actually, as well, being able to identify a hostile commander from a friend, also, they were very helpful once they'd finished the race. A lot of them stuck around and helped see everybody else over the lines at the end. As it, the night grew dark. 
If driving an SRV on that planet's surface in the dark is not something you want to do, your headlamps only go so far. Uh, and so, Pathan Consortium, Diamond Frogs, uh, we've not had our usual message during the show from Ali Jacks when he's at work this today, so we'll just send a message out. Ali Jacks, I hope you're working hard. If you are tuned in, hello to everybody in the office. And yes, we have some interesting pictures of Ali Jacks. If anyone who works with him wants to get in touch, we'd be happy to provide them to you in order to get you some decent blackmailing material. So get in touch. Um, who else do we have? Of course we have to do a big huge thank you to Commander Squeebo for coming down and chatting with us tonight, but also for being such a fantastic ambassador for the Hutton Truckers on the Xbox and for bringing uh, the degree of lunacy that we love to see to the Xbox. Uh, of course, thank you to Splendor and the rest of our spy team and, of course, the rest of our race marshals for all the sterling work. That's obviously Hober Mallow and, of course, Mrs. Hober Mallow, who really has had to put up with an awful lot of demands on his time that took him away from things that he should be doing, you know, and he sacrificed that time and a degree of hair on his ass cheeks for us so that he could take part and we have to say a big thank you to her for her support as well and allowing him to be free and up for an entirety of a Saturday. It was more than I could manage and therefore it was definitely going above and beyond uh, as well for yourself, Splendour as well. Thank you very much for your hard work. That was It made the event spectacular. Seeing, well, hearing the smiles on everyone's voices made it all worthwhile. <laughs> Yes, I think I think you know there was a point at Elite Meet as well, and I don't know if you guys because it's it's a there's, there's there's a point of view where you're organising something and you take ownership of that event. So you know that race was you know pretty much your splendour or and your team. So you tend to find that you have that moment where you it's it's happening. There's no more anticipation. There's no more last minute changes. Suddenly the event's happening, and you get that little brief moment where you stop. And you take it in and you hear what's going on, what you've achieved and the hilarity and things like that. And uh, I had a very similar moment at Elite Meet when I think it was the Card Against Humanity table of card players. They were all playing there and they let out this massive roar of laughter as, as it came to a conclusion and somebody won. And then over at the back of the room, you had somebody in the bomb defusal game giving a cheer or a, or a shout of objection at the fact that they got blown up. And then we had the other board game with the XCOM and then you had Artemis. And these noises erupting everywhere just gave you that sense of yeah, that's what you wanted. That's all you wanted. It was it was nothing about people coming in and being super impressed. It was all about people coming in and just having a bloody good laugh. Absolutely. It was such a friendly atmosphere. It was my first Elite Meet, actually. I've done a few Lavecons, but it was my first Elite Meet, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it, it certainly had similarities of Lavecon, but it was very relaxed, very friendly, you know. Yeah, to anyone. There was little formality to it. It was just lots of fun and lots, you know, a lot of like-minded people in the room having a good time together. It was fantastic. Yeah, and it's kind of inspired us to look at possibly running a games night on a regular occasion in that particular hotel uh, in the future. But uh, we'll we'll get more details of that once we sort of iron it out and recover from the the hangover that you tend to get from these events. And I imagine Splendor. 
that you have a physically um, tired hangover from that racing event. I do, and to help me get over it, I'm going to spend the entire weekend running around a campsite in Wales like a lunatic. <laughs> Is this a, a, a LARPing session? Yes, uh, it's a Second World War themed one, so I'm going to be uh, dressed up in desert camo, uh, uh, running around on, on sand dunes, um, getting oh. rained on a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, Splendor, but there's just no way that there's any camouflage capable of hiding you. You are far <laughs> too tall. <laughs> Apparently there it's... is an awful lot of sand there. <laughs> so just I just need to take a shovel. And then dig. <laughs> I, I'm, think, I'm thinking more of a like a digger, you know, one of these JCB type things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I hope you have a fantastic weekend and you come back recharged. Now, is there anybody else that we need to shout out for? Don't want to miss anything that we've got. I know we've got. Um, We've had some word from Vanta Un about what's going to happen in the next beta blowout, and there is an event planned for the next beta blowout, so do keep your eyes open. Uh, it sounds like there's going to be an awful lot of room for reckless flying and wanton abandon. Definitely going to be room for that. Definitely going to be a room for giggles and team speak hilarity, so. Get your eyes on our Facebook page, keep an eye out for those updates and get yourself signed up as soon as you can. And for those of you, because we had an issue with the racing with one of our contestants who really didn't understand the sign-up process, it's not formal. It's not a formal sign-up. We do not have a login here, put in your details and then we will have it logged yet. I have something getting worked on in the back at the moment for wings and being able to assign groups so that people can just chuck the name in a hat and they'll be assigned a wing. That's underway, but it's not going to be fixed for this yet. And so you basically just look for the forum thread or the Facebook thread, chuck your name in and say, I'm really interested in taking part. And if you've got a team of friends that you want to take part, then you know bring them along and register them all as well in the same way. Just put your information in, and that's it. The next thing you have to do is turn up on the day. That's all you have to do. There is no formal process at this time that you need to go through. There's no automated emails to remind you about it yet either. Again, we're working on it. They think, you know, the Hutton Truckers way is we started small, it was much more manageable, we're getting bigger and we're beginning to find that we need some more tools and therefore we are working on them as we speak. So keep an eye out, we'll keep you up to date with that. Uh, are you looking forward to this particular beta blowout? Absolutely. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on some ships and then accidentally crash them into everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Surely not. Now I gather we're going to have a, an orca face-off. Now I've not actually flown an orca it's a marvellously fun ship to fly. The best thing about it is when you hit the boost button, you get the marvellous ping! <laughs> okay, now that, that, that's the first on my list for the beta then. <laughs> that and the, the healing lasers, because it bikes around and we all know what he does to your shield. Overexcited. He doesn't notice a, you know, a vulture or an anaconda in the way. Friendly or not, he'll just barge through it with his lasers. <laughs> so, so I think the spy team are uh, really looking forward to the healing lasers so they can get a little bit back from him. Oh, it takes me back to Dobbo and his clipper, his cutter as well, who tended to do turns that ended up wiping out other people in their ships. He just had no concept of checking his mirrors before he manoeuvred. So, yeah, it should be good fun. And God knows what else we're going to have to be able to test, isn't it? It should be a lot of fun in 2.2.2, 2. 2, beta, is it? 2.2? 2. 2. 
2.1 beta. And that's going to be engineers update and that is again 8th of May it kicks off so the beta blowout is normally towards the end of the beta process so that you don't have uh, you know so you can basically just go hell for leather and, and risk everything because there is no loss and um, it tends to mean that things get quite uh, riotous a little bit chaotic a little bit of fun not a lot of bit of fun and just yeah. chaotic um, so yeah keep an eye out for that definitely Ah, oh, Russell, is there anyone else that we've missed? I think we're done. Uh, we had a shout-out to the Pixel Bandits, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah we didn't do that. One or two of their representatives at Elite, mate. Great bunch of guys. Um, really good helping out on, on the Xbox. So, thanks so much to them. They've been, yeah, it's quite essential. And Yeah, thank you to everyone who's tuning in and listening. Oh. And, yep. That was it. I knew it was Uncle Art. Does everyone know about Uncle Art and his fantastic music? He had the Kickstarter to to rescore and re-record all the music from um, the earlier Frontiers, and that's going really well. But there's another Kickstarter on the go um, by Lucio. So we're going to try and do Uncle Art the film. It's going to be a film about him. If anyone doesn't know about him, he wrote a lot of the the gaming music back in the 80s, back in the 90s, so Frontier, of course, um, and Star Glider, there was F1 Grand Prix and Afterburner. There, that, so, there, there, was, a, there was a number of uh, amazing um, different stuff that they've, they've done, and we have a wee file that I'll play it at the end. I played it at the end of Live Radio on Tuesday night as well, which kind of gives you a, a flavour of what they've done with the the Frontier theme tune, which is spectacular. I mean, seriously spectacular in, in the way that it's done and how it sounds. It gives you goosebumps. So we're definitely looking forward to that coming out. But they're now doing a film documentary about Uncle Art and they're looking to kickstart it now. They are over halfway there. It looks like it's a shoe in to be completed, but they could still use some more help. And if you want to find out more about it and see what it is and see what they're kind of looking for, then you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash and this is Uncle Art Film or if you're Northern, Unclear Film. And that will take you to that. So Uncle Art Film, and that will get you to the Kickstarter page where they would be over the moon if you could spare a couple of pounds and help get them across that line. I don't think they've got any stretch goals announced yet, um, but they are offering different levels of rewards where you can be there for part of the filming to see the process where you can win Blu-ray, you know, you can not win, but you can get Blu-ray copies, etc, etc a whole wealth of different parts of rewards as these projects have uh, usually got an offer and there are 13 days left to go on this particular project and they're doing really, really well and I just got the distinct waft of a kitten <laughs> Ah, oh, joys of young cats. They don't, Absolutely, they don't, they're trying at both ends of the country because I've got one at this end as well, and it's just um, flavoured the room, shall we say? Yeah, they, they don't meow. They sit under you, and you get this sort of like strange. What's that? There's something strange going on. What? I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't me, and I'm the only one in this room. They think, ah, look between your knees, and there's a little fluff ball with a smile on its face, very proud of itself. And some heavily reprocessed tuna. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> there you 
He said hello to everybody in the world. So, yes, um, go and check out Uncle Art and chuck some pennies at him if you would be so kind and get them finished so that they can make this awesome movie. And, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's fair enough, isn't it? There's plenty of other things that come up on Kickstarter that we love. Um, I'm trying to think what else is there that's been recently. Obviously, with John Stabler's um, Ruins of Anarchy, which didn't get over the line. Um, is there any sort of Kickstarters you guys have got that you're currently waiting to complete that you're excited about? I've not paid too much attention to it recently. I do have one that's on the go, which was a, a remake of the um, the War of the Worlds, which is looking interesting. So there's holding under that. I mean, that's that's long gone as a Kickstarter as such. But uh, no, I've not paid attention too much. But uh, I'm really looking forward to get the, to getting that one in. So there should be some good. Now, prior to this, the last thing I backed was the MechWarrior Kickstarter. I didn't back that one either. I mean, I'm, I've got the, the Pulsar game, which I backed a while, while back, and absolutely hated in Alpha. And then I've kind of replayed it again recently, and it is considerably better. So I'm thoroughly enjoying that. So for, I've gone from disappointment and abject hatred... <laughs> to, to finding it an extremely enjoyable game to play and such a giggle so check out Pulsar, it's on Steam now and you can buy it and it is about I think 20 quid or something and it's no good for a standalone single player, you do need to have some friends to play with and again, using the Live Radio team speak is a good way of finding people that will play with you and give you a rundown of the controls and how to get the best out of that game so I love that and of course I'm excited now, after hearing the little sample from Uncle Art, really, really, really excited about hearing it, uh, the, their proper finished version. So we're going to play that um, now as we finish up tonight's broadcast. Thank you for listening to us, guys. We're back again next Thursday from about half past eight-ish till whenever, depending on how much content we've got. And uh, thank you very much, Splendor. Thank you very much, Russell, for joining me in this broadcast room. I'll give you an opportunity. Is there anything you want to shout out before we go? No, I think I think I'm done. I've, I've talked enough tonight. Yeah, it's time to go and rest the vocal vocal cords and put our feet up and sample some red wines and some cat fart. Uh, apparently, which but is not not my brother's happened. new name. <laughs> He's got a few. Got a few. <laughs> he definitely has. Yes, I, I still have my elite uh, my hunt and truckers tankard full of hobgoblin, so I'll have to drain that before the. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of them. I've got all my um, elite mugs on display now. I only take a photograph of them. Susie, my wife, saw them and said, "You got too many mugs." I thought, "Yeah, that's the ones that are on display." You should. Oh, she went actually. The cupboard. I have got a pink <laughs> slip from Mrs. P- get our own mug. So there's a, there's a possibility that there may be personalised mugs for prizes appearing at some point. Oh, that's right. Yes, we're going to have some fun with that, uh, and 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 we do have, and that's a good point maybe to raise, is we do have a, a donations page on our Hutton Orbital website now. We put our own cash into all these prizes as much as we can, and in fact, uh, I'm going to show, I'm going to call you out in this one, Russell, <clears throat> because. We created this donation page so that we'd have a prize fund so we could continue to buy new prizes. And I'm going to call you out, and I can't really call you out too much because I'm guilty as you are. Uh, How much money have you taken out of that fund for the prizes that you've made? 
taken out about a hundred pounds of packing material, but for prizes, well, not so much. But um, <laughs> and, and just how much have you put in? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a competition on this. You're going to win, my friend. <laughs> Well, I like, I like yeah. to make sure we've got plenty in there so that you guys can do Because obviously when I bought the mugs in and stuff, you spend a fortune getting them produced. So we can make them in-house cheaper, it then won- my money can go further. Absolutely, yes. And and we can make short runs and big runs, and, and that should be more of all excitement. If you uh, haven't seen yeah, we- the, the Elite Meat, uh, the Elite Meat shot glasses were spectacular. And uh, sadly exclusive and done so you're not going to be able to get your hands on those but at the next conventions and stuff I think obviously at some point we're going to accept the fact that we need to have a truckers con but it's going to be in Thurso and it's going to take you seven hours to drive there no matter where you are in the country and single track and so it means you have to keep stopping to let every other vehicle pass and uh, when you get there there's going to be no internet, no heating and no building, that's the truckers way (laughs) And you will have to bring your air goods and lose money in the process. <laughs> bring, bring your own mug. <laughs> but yeah, there are always new prizes on the go. If anyone's got any daft ideas, new prizes, throw them at us. You know, we're always looking for something, something new, something interesting. We do have a, a, a big collection of stuff, uh, as my wife will frequently remind me, the wonderful Mrs. P, who also... Uh, I am surrounded by glassware and stick boxes and stuff. Um... Yes. All ready to go out to you mad lot when you do some daft things. Obviously, 10 million worth of exploration data at one of our stations will get you at the very least a flight patch. But um, if you want to come up with something nuts, as was said earlier, you know, talk to us. You know, if it's daft and pointless, there's a prize in it somewhere. Definitely. The more ridiculous it is, the bigger the prize we can come up with. So the other thing is actually, it's a good point that you bring up there, Russell, is because a lot of the stuff is made by various members and we use the donations from the nation page to get in raw materials or to cover the postage costs, which can be quite excessive. I think, you know, there was a number of times... It is the postage, yeah. Sending a mug to the US cost me something like £11 for postage, just just for the stamp, not for anything else. That was almost twice the cost of the actual mug. It's ridiculous, but, you know, that's the trucker's way. And we've got the likes of Russell, who uh, do the the engraving on the glass work. If you saw the Centauri Mega Gin bottles, they are spectacular. The Elite Meat shot glasses were brilliant. The Hutton Orbital little shot glasses, again, are stunning. And... We've got those skills in our community, and someone else who's extremely skilled at making some amazing stuff, including the plaque that went to Frontier at the launch party, is uh, you, Splendor, as well. So we have to thank you for some of the creative little bits and flavours that you have brought to our uh, prize funds as well. Yep, after I finish making the medals for the, this latest race, I'll have a little time available for a... So if anybody's got some suggestions of what you could do Whee! with the... <laughs> on bits of metal. Yes. I have to say that my takeaway from my first LaveCon, I, I, I missed out on the signed artwork, um, but I, I got one of your um, your little LaveCon plaques at the, at the very end, one of the last prizes, and it, it made my weekend. So I've now got a couple of them sat right in front of me, pride of place. Marvellous. So, so with that said, if you have a skill set... 
If you have something that you make and you would love to hut and truck it or to produce some kind of customised versions of whatever it is that you do, then get in touch. We would love to hear from you. We do have funds available. It doesn't have to be completely altruistic. Obviously, it's hard for me to say that and it's hard for Russell to say that and it's hard for uh, Splendour to say that when we refuse to take our own advice with that matter and um, are just, you know, too quick to get excited, well, maybe too excited to get stuff done. That oh, yes, it's very, very little boy excitement. Yeah. <laughs> You just kind of want to get stuff made in there in your hands and then you sit there staring at it and you want to share it and you want to give it away and it's awesome and amazing. So get in touch and let us know if you do make something because we'd love to do it. Obviously, we've got Human who made that amazing anthem for us. Uh, again, using tapping into his skill set. So, and we just love uh, people to show off what you can do and let's make it special for everybody. So, yeah. Absolutely, definitely the music. You know, we've got this whole radio station, 24 hours a day. Let, let's fill it up with our own stuff. It's fantastic. We've got some great submissions. We're always <laughs> looking for more. So if you're good with the guitar or, you know, your, your voice, or you sing any yeah. completely unlike me, then, then go for it, record it. Make your elite parodies, you know. And, and here's, here's, the, here's the real rub. If we don't get a lot of new stuff, then I'm going to have to play the Hobermado version. And that's going to show you, you know, that's, that's really, you, you don't want that. You want us to have so much more music that we never have to go that far. It's been, it's bad enough you've got to put up with my parodies, and it's bad enough that you've got some of the, 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 the well, actually, no, the rest of them are all pretty good. Uh, but we could put Dobbo's, um, the uh, Hutton Trucker song on permanent loop for 24 hours if you don't have some nice new stuff sent to us by next week. Not putting no, a deadline on it. You have been warned. But yeah, we'd love to hear your ideas and things. Uh, it's always amazing when you receive a, a sort of MP3 file like adverts. I know a lot of people have submitted adverts and things as well. And if you can make them, or even if you need a little bit of help making them, we'd love to have new talent and new content that you guys are willing to sort of come up with. So just get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And I think that's a good point for us to end tonight's broadcast. I think. Seconded. Definitely, definitely. Thank you very much, Splendor. Thank you very much, Even Star, Mr. Russell Pitcher. Thank you to our Hotbit crew, to Commander Squibble for popping in, for Commander Reichdar for being that mad, 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 crazy man who logged back on the next day to finish his race. Uh, I think it's a big point for us to say, you know, good night. Thank you for tuning in to Hutton Orbital News. We will catch you again next week from half past eight. Ish. Stay tuned to our Facebook page and keep your eyes on huttonorbital.com for further news and details as and when it arrives. For now, good night and remember, whatever you're doing, Elite, do it for the mug. That's, that's the mug. The mug. For the mug. For the mug. If it was an action game, you can't imagine it like a film, like you're writing for a film. Because obviously the music on the films, they'd use real music. They didn't have the problem of putting it into a computer chip. They could use a recording studio and actual musicians to make that music as exciting or sad or whatever they wanted.
when I wrote the pieces, that's how I imagined them sounding and being done. premise was to produce music the way I wanted to be able to do it in the day if I was able and that's what we're doing. Tinyurl.com forward slash unclear to film. That's yeah, go there. That's that's where you need to go. TinyRail.com forward slash Uncle Art Film. <laughs>